Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 237. Welcome Wing Water Rises, part two, how to do it. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable and welcome back to the Welcoming What Arises replay. So today you'll hear part two of this class, the second of three classes. And the focus sort of of this one, although we spoke about this in the last class as well, is kind of how to do it. Now, don't expect too much (laughs) because there is no really like way to do this. The only way for any of us to lean in and and to get used to leaning into what's showing up and welcoming and saying yes and bring it on and, and thank you to what's arising, no matter what it is, is to play with it and experiment ourselves. And to try to put words and structure around that is a little artificial, but I, but I try and you'll hear some of that. So, you know, essentially there's, there's different ways of just leaning into the basic sensations, feeling the energy, feeling it at a level of movement or heat or pressure or something that feels a little more basic and less conceptual and less full of ideas than I feel anxiety. I feel anxiety is jam-packed with history and implication and meaning and memories and all kinds of stuff that that then becomes what we're feeling. And, you know, when it's something like anxiety, that's not good. But when when something that our mind calls anxiety is felt more at the level of um, a fluttering in the stomach or a narrowing of the vision or, you know, just waves of energy. Very, very, very different experience. That's how we lean into this curious. That's how we lean into this dumb from a place of, I don't know what this, this isn't anxiety. I'm just feeling sensation. There's just something there. And we get to swim through it a little bit and explore it as it's showing up without this lens of, I already know how this goes. So in this conversation, we go a little bit through, you know, breathing into it and feeling the sensations and noticing the stories. I take a lot of questions, a lot of amazing shares. um, And hopefully it gives you just a a few pointers to start your own experimentation. Because honestly, there, see, your mind will tell you the whole way through, you're not doing it right. And you just need to recognize that is what a mind says. You're not doing it wrong. There is no way to do it. So I hope that if you hear anything in this, it's just permission to lean in and just play with this because that's all we're ever doing. You are not doing it wrong. Okay, enjoy class two. Thanks for being here yesterday um, for those of you who are here and thanks for coming tomorrow. So if you weren't here yesterday, you should have the recording and I really, you can stay on today. You don't need to leave and go listen, but I definitely, uh, you'll, you'll see as we go through today, you'll, you'll want to go back and listen to yesterday's call um, when possible. And you'll want to come tomorrow. And if you know that you can't make it live tomorrow, just 
plan to listen to the recording as soon as possible because there's really a, the, again, I think I mentioned this yesterday, but that's, there's a flow, there's a purpose to the three days and, and it really kind of builds and we're sort of building up to getting to explore this together and talk about it. So yesterday I just kind of had to do a lot of, lay some groundwork and do a lot of talking, but today I really want to open it up, have more conversation with you guys Um hear your objections because I hear them all day, every day from people and I get it. I hear them in my own head too. But, I, but you know, I support people through this in this way, you know, in a group setting and really talking with individuals through this all the time. And so what looks like an objection, what looks like, uh, you know, mine's different or I get it, but I'm afraid and all of that, I promise you, it's not anything that we haven't heard a million times and it isn't a true objection as much as it totally will feel like that in our minds. So there is absolutely something to see around everything that feels like, a, you know, I'm different or it's not working or any of that. I'm super excited to get to dive in and explore some of that today. So, um, yeah, so today I want to talk a little bit more about the house side, which is, I know, what everyone's interested in. And, um, you know, how do I do this? How do I lean in? What does that look like? What does it feel like? Um, so we'll do that. And and I'll ask some of you to share and, and we can kind of demonstrate it a little bit if you want. I also had some really excellent um, questions sent to me last night and uh, a few comments in our little School of Big Change graduate forum. A lot of them, uh, a lot of the community was here on the call and some people sharing. So I want to share some of that as well as we go through um, everything today. So this morning or shortly before we're on here, um, I was looking through the chat from yesterday and, and just seeing all the fears and I know I asked for fears, so some of them were just spontaneously shared. But, but I did ask, you know, what, what seems to be the fear? Like, why don't we, why do we feel afraid to lean in and feel our feelings and just feel what's arising? Why does it seem, besides the fact that it's what a mind does, we know it's what a mind does. It's our conditioning. It's our mind trying to protect us. We know that. But when we just talk, you know, person to person, like what seems scary about, about leaning into anything that's arising? And what I saw there, of course, and we discussed it yesterday, but it just really struck me looking through the chat comments again. Um, something's wrong, you know, that this feeling of suffering or pain or discomfort in any way that it's that it's telling us, our mind says something's wrong. This is wrong. And I think that's just, I know I pulled it out yesterday as like the, the big one. What if that's not true? It totally feels like something's wrong. These feelings are here and we'll explore this a little bit more today. These feelings are here to get our attention. So of course they have our attention, you know, and then our mind comes in and interprets that as something's wrong. This shouldn't be happening. Don't feel this. It means something bad is going to happen. Whatever the interpretation is, just so big to see how, how every single mind on the planet does that. Um, a lot about it won't end. And again, so understandable, especially for those of us who have been through 
prolonged periods of depression or anxiety or addiction or anything like that, when we start to feel something, and again, it's energy, it's sensations, it's pictures in our heads that we call thoughts. It's when we really dive into what this psychological experience is, it blows your mind because it feels so solid and real and concrete and like, oh, I'm feeling depression, obviously, or I'm feeling this, or I'm feeling that, obviously. When we really start to look at what even is a thought, how is it represented? What is this thing we're calling suffering? Like, what is it even, what is it? What, how does it feel? Where do we feel it? What is it made of? It blows our mind how, how, oh my gosh, innocent it is, how fleeting it is, how safe it is. But we don't look there innocently because our mind just says, no, 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 no. From the time we're little, our mind says, nope, I'm not going to feel that. I can't feel that. And it just shuts the door. So that's what we're doing here is we're starting to open that door with support, with some knowledge backing it up, you know, some, some information backing it up, leaning in, and it's going to start to change. But, but this thing about it won't end, you know, it feels like if I just let myself feel the anxiety that's showing up, I'm going to be back where I was, or the depression is going to swallow me up, or people said, you know, I feel like it's going to kill me. And that is totally how it feels, because that is what our mind is telling us is going to happen. That is not how the feeling feels. See, anxiety does not, I mean, anxiety already is a thought. There's no thing that is anxiety. Anxiety is a label. Anxiety or depression or any of these things, they are labels that a mind gives to some sensation, some energy. So there is no thing called anxiety that shows up in people or depression that shows up in people. There is simply energy. And then there is a mind slapping a label on it, energy and calling it a thing and then bringing with it all kinds of baggage, right? Memories and fears and projections about the future. We all know when you're in a depression, it lasts for a while or whatever we've been told, you know? So, so it's just this innocent little energy and sensations and some thoughts that gets by a mind turned into something that feels like a monster, feels concrete and big and strong. I've been talking about this with regard to urges and habits for many, many years. No feeling is different. All feelings are, they're all exactly the same. They feel different to us because our mind gives them different interpretations and tells different stories about them. But what they are, I mean, what everything is, is the same. It's all life all energy. There's no, there's no difference to any of it. So, so it does feel like it's going to kill us or it's going to swallow us up or, or we'll never get out of it. And I, we all know what that feels like. So I'm not at all dismissing the feeling of that. We just want to start to see that, like, what if that isn't at all what it actually feels like? That's just the story your mind is telling about it. So it shouldn't be happening. It's going to kill me. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't handle it. It's a big one. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. That isn't a feeling. I can't handle it isn't a feeling. There's energy, which is always there anyway. And there's a mind interpreting that energy and saying, I can't handle it. 
And as we saw, we talked to David at the very end of yesterday. By the way, if you had to drop off early yesterday, or it wasn't early, we went over, but if you had to drop off when the call was supposed to end, please catch that last half hour because there were incredible questions, incredible sharing. You know, and he talked about feeling like this is the end and, and I can't handle this. And, and he's felt that way many times. And he could look back yesterday and see, it doesn't, Mike, I can't handle it thought is irrelevant. He does, it, it is for all of us. We don't have to handle it. It's a moot point. I, our minds all the time say, I can't handle it. And it doesn't matter because it's not our mind's job to handle. Life handles it. We have lived through, a feeling has never killed anyone. We have lived through every bit of energy, every fluctuation of energy we have ever felt and we will, we always will. So, so these fears, you know, again, I hear them in my head too, everyone does. And we just want to start to look at them a little more closely because I think what happens is they show up, they have their own energy to them. They have their own tightness and tension. And then it's again, just slamming doors. No, 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 can't feel that. Before you know it, everything in your, in your physical body is super tight. Your mind is shut, your heart is shut and you're just refusing to feel. And then we wonder why we feel stuck. And we wonder why this stuff keeps coming back and why our world is getting smaller. And that's why, because we're saying no to everything and we're shutting everything down. And, and what if, you know, what if it's like the biggest joke ever? It's, it's like being so afraid of the monster under the bed for our entire life. And then someday you just get down there on your hands and knees and you look under the bed and there's nothing there. That is the promise of this, that this is exactly what this is for, what it's about. I can tell you all day long, you won't won't believe me and I wouldn't blame you. We have to feel it and see it for ourselves. That is exactly what we're talking about. Feelings that our entire life gets turned into avoiding, avoiding certain feelings, approaching certain feelings. There, There is nothing to them when we really start to feel them. They are not as painful as our mind tells us they are. They're not. They won't kill us. They can't kill us. We can't handle it. All, all the fears get dispelled. But only when we really start to lean in. It's like the cover of Amanda's book that I showed. You start to lean into something that looks solid. And before you know it, you're, you're going right through it. So that's, that's why we're here. That's the promise of this. And yeah, it's awesome. I mean, there's no, there's no bigger, no bigger freedom than that. So I, before I go um, into feeling this, I wondered if there were just, and it's okay if there aren't, but um, I thought I could take maybe, maybe just one or two questions, short questions about yesterday or insights. If you, if something opened up for you yesterday, or if you have a question and again, I'm going to open it to the group in a little bit. Um, but if there's something specific that you feel is kind of hanging you up from yesterday or a concrete question or an insight you want to share, go ahead and raise your, your virtual hand. Um, and we can do a few of those before we dive in. You can also post some questions in the chat and I'll try to Keep an eye on the chat. It's just a little tougher sometimes. Um, Jane. Hi. Um, hi. hi. So, um, you know, it, the timing of this class was great for me because my daughter's been home for a month and then she went away uh, back to college. And um, 
you know, at the little school of big change, I shared that it had been difficult for me, her leaving. And, and I just felt awful. And when she went to the airport and, um, and I was instantly rationalizing, I'm like, well, I can get organized now and the house can be tidy and I've got all this freedom to do things and blah, blah, blah. And then I came to this class and I was like, you know, I don't, I don't have to feel bad about feeling this way. And I don't have to distract by reframing it. I can just feel it. And um, so I kind of did feel it. And then I got up this morning, I felt great. I'm like, oh, I can be me again. I can just focus on life instead of always worrying where she is, where is she? Has she come home yet? And this sort of thing. Mm. But that was really interesting. It felt just overwhelming and like, this is never going to go. And when is this ever going to feel good to like, it's fine. Um, so that was really good. And, um, you know, I got that and then I got the, another pocket came up. Like I, you know, went down, made a cup of tea and I was just kind of, the cat was hiding in a room, missing her. And I was like, Oh, I miss her. And I'm like, okay, I'll just feel it again. And then it was like, I felt that pocket and then it went. So it's like, the showed me was that it's not forever. And it's okay if it comes back. Yes. So that was my insight was like, oh, ever. And it's fine if it comes back because you just feel it again. And then it just goes again. And I'm okay feeling it. And there's no judgment around feeling it. I shouldn't be more like evolved that I, you know, everyone says, oh, but she's, you know, it was time for her to leave. I know it was time for her to leave, but that doesn't stop me feeling. Right. So that was my insight. Perfect timing from my point of view. So thank you so much. That's awesome. I love that, Jane. I mean, it really is, you know, now you don't have to be in this mind of like, oh, this is the week after she left and it's always hot. You know, it's like you just get to say, hey, these pockets might show up and I'll just feel the next one and I'll feel the next one. And there's something that grows in that. It really, it's like, it's like I said yesterday, it feels like Mario eating the mushroom, you know, where it's like, you just like, Hey, there might be another one and I'll feel that one too. And I can feel anything. It's, it's really awesome. Yeah. So that, that was so useful, helpful for me. So thank you. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Um, I'll go to Jackie and then Lisa, Jackie. I there, I was trying to unmute <laughs> myself when I was having trouble. Um, yeah, I was wondering on the fear thing and the anxiety. I've been hearing with this group and s- several other um, groups and stuff that anxiety can't kill us. Yeah, um, the sensations, the thoughts can't kill us. But when I went to my cardiologist when I had that heart problem four years ago, he told me that I had to get my anxiety under control or I would have a heart attack and die. Yeah. So that put the scare of God (laughs) into me. I think I got all her stuff. I want to double check. You're welcome. Excellent question. Um, There we go. Um, no, it's an excellent question, Jackie. I love that question. So, see, your doctor was talking in a at a level of generalization where he's he or she was essentially saying, "Hey, there's a 
there's a pattern here that, and this is again from a doctor's perspective of how, how this works in a body. There's a pattern here of tension and all kinds of stuff. And we know that that's not great for a physical body. And then unfortunately, he or she delivered that like, hey, get your anxiety under control or you're going to croak, <laughs> which is great for anxiety, right? So, so there's, a, there's a high level like that. This is all very in general, yes, prolonged levels of tension are not good for a body. Now that says nothing about Jackie dying, you know, at X and X date or anything like that, but it's a very in general statement. But what we're looking at is kind of like here in this moment, like I mentioned yesterday, it's so intimate. It's like this feeling. If, if you can, if you, as we all just lean into what's arising and see that it's just energy or don't, it doesn't matter really what we see as we lean in and just be in what's arising for sure in general, there's a big relaxation that happens. So that, that makes sense. Like a feeling energy is not killing anyone. A big idea about, oh no, I have this problem and then it happens and we're caught up in it over time. Yes, that can be bad for a human body. Yes. Yeah. Because like I'm 72 years, well, I'll be 72 in March and I've had anxiety most of my life and, I, and I'm still here to say that I'm almost 72. Yeah. In the, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't... I think that doctors, like, they don't treat the person. They treat it in general, like what you said, you yeah. know, and stuff too. So, but yeah, that, um, that helps a lot. Cause I know that anxiety can't really kill us, but it doesn't help when, um, when, when your heart rate is like, a couple hundred or something on a steady basis or whatever, but yeah, you just have to kind of watch it. Yeah. And that's the whole point of what we're sharing too, is we lean in on this little immediate micro now level and then it doesn't, it's not sustained like that. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. Like as we just feel what's arising, it just pulls us through <laughs> Cool. Thank you. It's a good okay, question. Thank you, Amy. Yeah. Thanks, Jackie. Um, Lisa. Yeah. Hi. Hi. I, I watched that thing with David. You know, I, I watched it a little while ago. Um, I'm still confused a little bit about it. I don't understand. So how, if a person has a thought that they want to kill themselves, God forbid. So, and then people do. So I don't, I still don't understand how that works. If a person, why does a person kill themselves? Because they have a thought, they've leaned into it, haven't they? What are they doing? When a person kills themselves, aren't they leaning into that thought? No, they're believing that thought. But they aren't, fee- I mean, again, this is kind of a kind of big question. It's kind of, I'm kind of generalizing a little bit. But no, no. When we, when we are, are saying yes to whatever's showing up, when we're open to whatever's showing up, we get pulled right through whatever shows up. When we say, no, this is not okay. And this is not okay. Like that's what suicide is. It's the ultimate no. It's saying, I am not okay with what I'm feeling. No, 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 no. And that's what leads to that. So it's, it's really the complete opposite of what we're sharing. When we're saying yes, and we're leaning into what's here, why would we you know, like that, that's, we're, we're welcoming it. We're leaning into it. It's the, it's the solution for, 
for reaching that state. It's at a different level, again, a little bit. It's like we're kind of looking at suicide as a big concept and a thing people do. And what we're talking about is leaning into what's arising. So it, it's hard for a mind to kind of see that. But sit with that and let's talk about, let's look at how this in action. And then we'll come back to it. And you let me know if, that, if this looks any different in a little bit. Is that okay? Yeah, great. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Okay. Um, so let me see. Okay, so how do we how do we do this? The big how question. So um you know, it's it, we're doing it all the time, first of all. It's not a to-do. It's not there's uh, there's no like way that everyone leans in. There is no this is the way to do this. But as I mentioned yesterday, what I think is so helpful, it's almost more of a place we we a way we kind of place our attention more so than a doing, is first of all, to just be curious about what's arising. Curiosity, I, I mean I, I can't think of a more helpful concept right now. Curiosity is is judgment free it's agenda free it's just it's knowing free which is exactly what we want things hurt when we think we know when 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 some sensation arises and a mind says i know what that is i know how this is going to go that is suffering when something arises and a mind says hmm what's this that is not suffering i mean it's that simple so curiosity is a way through. And, and now, of course, everything I, we talked about yesterday and like what we can explore in this on an ongoing basis helps with curiosity, helps us be curious. Because when we have a lifetime of conditioning and we have a mind that works the way it does, as all of ours does, that says feeling is dangerous, feeling is bad, must avoid at all costs, it can feel kind of tough to feel curious. When you're in the middle of a panic attack, when I used to have panic attacks, I sure as heck wasn't feeling curious in the middle of that. So, so you know, curiosity is something we kind of practice in a sense and we, we foster it and we move toward it. And it's very much helped by, um, very much helped by our, our exploring that what if this is safe? What if it's not as it appears? All of that, you know, so we kind of meet what's showing up with a sense of openness, a sense of curiosity. For me, now, everything I'm going to say are just some words that point to something. Again, this is not; these are not action steps necessarily. But I always feel it like I'm going to open my heart because it feels to me like the opposite. Fear and tension and suffering is a closed heart. How do you open your heart? I have no clue, <laughs> but you know how. And you might not know that you know how, but you can, you can experiment with it. You can play with the feeling of it. You know, when, when we feel soft, when we feel fluid, when our heart feels a little bit more open, things are just allowed to move through naturally. We're more inclined to say yes and come on in and I'm curious about you and okay, I'll feel this and what's going on here? When our heart is closed, everything is tight and rigid and no and again, full of judgment and agenda. So the reason I talk about this often as leaning in is it really is that. It's like we just get to kind of dip our toe into it. And you can pull out, like Jane's example was perfect. 
her daughter left. She knows how this go. Her mind goes through this thing. She feels some emotion. She maybe instantly kind of noticed her mind saying, oh gosh, no, I don't want to feel this. It's going to ruin my day. What should I do instead? All of that. But instead she just stopped and could just lean into the feeling a little bit. Just, just leaning in. And then again, maybe your mind pulls you out and distracts. That's totally okay if that's what happens. So I wanted to give something a little more concrete. I'm going to talk through, and, and again, the, the, these are not the steps to feeling what's arising or leaning in or anything. These are just some things that came up for me as I'm thinking about it. And in my year and a half of doing this very regularly, there's, a, there's something in this that's helpful for me, but we, we can all hear this and just kind of take it and adapt it to what feels right to us. So when I'm feeling something that feels very strong or uncomfortable, um, often one of the first things I'll kind of do is after I notice that this is happening, is just kind of breathe into it a little bit. The first inclination is for our mind to take us out of it, right? So again, body tenses, breathing shallows. And your mind is over here talking. Your mind is talking about, I can't believe they did that, or don't worry, it'll be okay, or just go do this instead. So that's fine. You breathe into that too. And none of that is a problem. So you just just kind of breathing into what's showing up. And for me, again, and, and not always, but just very much in general, it feels helpful to go because my mind is talking and trying to protect me and strategize it feels helpful to really go into the physical sensations. So when, I, when my realtor dumped me, as I shared yesterday, it instantly felt like a punch in the gut. I felt like the air had been taken, you know, I mean, it was that kind of feeling. I felt waves of, of feeling sick. And my mind was for sure all over the place trying to prevent that, make him right, make me wrong, all of it. And I just like, okay, I'm just going to sit here and breathe. And I'm going to feel this. I feel that wave in my stomach. And my mind's still talking. This isn't magic. It isn't like instant, you know, your mind's still doing whatever it's doing. But I was letting my attention just go a little bit more with the physical sensation. And again, you don't have to do it this way or in this order or anything, but I find this super, super helpful to see how it's feeling in your body because it, it does, it just kind of quiets the, the mental side of it a little bit. It puts your focus somewhere else. And the thing is, our mind is telling us, even as I tell the story, I'm, I'm using concepts. So our mind is saying, I feel sick. I can't breathe. But those are just labels on sensation. Even when you get away from those labels, sick, nauseous, can't breathe, and, and you just go into the actual sensation into your body, into the energy. There's no such thing as sick in your body. There's just, I don't know what. I mean, it's, <laughs> I'd have to give another word and then it's going to be another label, but there's just, there's just aliveness. There's just movement. There's just life. Sometimes it feels like there's waves. In that moment, I kept feeling these waves of of feeling sick and it, and it, of what my mind was calling feeling sick, but I just kind of tuned into the wave of it and the movement of energy. There's tightness, there's heat. Sometimes you get to just kind of explore this. 
And sometimes it helps to just sit in the feeling of it. Sometimes it, sometimes maybe your mind's a little more engaged and you're almost interacting with it. Like, huh, just moved up to my chest. Oh, that just subsided. Now this thing came in, you know, there's, you just have to kind of play with it and see. So we can kind of just hang out in that for a bit. Hang out in that. And again, I don't, I don't want to, the, the purpose of this is not that we go in and we feel these sensations and then it goes away. But very often something like that happens. And I don't even mean then it goes away, but it, even just getting out of your head about it, even just dropping from the concepts and stories about it into your body is going to change the experience of it for you. Because again, what's happening here is not pain. What's happening here is not feeling like you're going to vomit. What's happening here is just energy, life, sensation. The stories are removed and that's where the suffering is. So there's a sense of just being with this. And sometimes it's for a long time. Sometimes it's really, really quick. And, and in that often, so number four here on the slide is, is also, when Michael asked this question yesterday, it's a great question, also noticing that, yes, there will be a lot of thoughts that come up with it. So I think, I think there's a little bit of a, this is kind of what people expect, or I hear this a lot anyway, that, oh, if I'm feeling my feelings, that means I'm not thinking, or my mind gets quiet, or, you know, or my mind isn't strategizing to get me out of it. That's certainly not my experience. <laughs> my experience is I'm, I'm tuned into the sensations and I'm sitting with it and, and I'm, I'm fully in this physical experience of it. And my mind is saying, you were right or you were wrong or here's what we'll do next or don't worry, this will never happen again or whatever. It's, a, it's an and. For me anyway, maybe, maybe it isn't for you. And it isn't always. All of this is up for grabs. But, but notice the thoughts too. You can lean into the thoughts too. That leaning into the thoughts doesn't mean we're believing them. It doesn't mean we're, we're attaching to them. It doesn't mean we're you know, talking back to them. It's just like, oh, yep, there's my mind trying to make me right again. There's this comfort trying to happen. There's this memory showing up. You'll find all kinds of memories. When we feel something that feels really heavy, it, it, oh my gosh, I mean, the memories are all over. Sometimes it's just a memory of yesterday or the last time you felt that way. Sometimes it's the first time you felt that way. That's because that's showing us how a mind is interpreting all of this. It's showing us. So when my realtor dumped me, it was just one thing that happened and whatever, but it wasn't that in my psychological experience of it. It was little Amy who's always too pushy and too aggressive and too ambitious and she just shut her mouth and look, it's happening again. That was the experience I was feeling. Now that wasn't reality. That was a replay of something that's been replayed over and over and over again since I was probably six or seven. But it's helpful as you feel able to feel into that, lean into that too. What is this memory? What is this story? So I don't know if this is, it feels like after a while or at some point, again, we're getting, we're getting our, our feel for this. We're maybe in the beginning, you just dip a toe in and you pull right out and you go grab your phone or you distract. That is okay. 
that is that is your mind saying, nope, enough for now. And, that, and that's totally okay. Keep doing this and, and that grows. The capacity for this grows. And after some practice with this, I think, I think for me anyway, it's more of like, okay, oh yeah, look at, look at what's showing up. Now, even as I say that, look at what's showing up, doesn't mean I love it. Doesn't mean it feels pleasurable to me, but, but the overarching kind of, kind of energy that's meeting it is like, oh yeah, I see you. Come on in. You're what's arising. You're not wrong. Nothing, life doesn't get it wrong. You're arising because you need to be arising. You are showing up to be seen and felt. I'm kind of literally saying this to my feelings sometimes. Okay, you're here to be seen and felt. Come on in, bring it on. Sometimes I'll say thank you over and over. Thank you, thank you. And there's a sense of it feeling kind of productive in a, in a weird way. Like, because again, it's that powerful feeling after a while you know, you're, you're like, okay, bring it on. I can do this. And you really start to see, wow, <laughs> like, the, look, it already shifted or that's, or you see it a story as a story and it just has no power anymore. This all comes from going straight into it in any way, in any speed, in any fashion that's helpful for you. But eventually I do want you to know it can be like that punch in the gut feeling. And then it's like, wow, okay, thank you. Come on in. What do you need? What do I need to see? I mean, it just, it just is not inherently painful. So let me stop there and go to you and go to some questions and, and, and maybe not even questions so much, but I, I mean, there can be questions, but I'd love, uh, let me get myself on the screen. I would love if, if anyone feels like like just wants to kind of workshop this a little bit. Like, is there a feeling there that you, that you feel like you can't do this with, or, or again, maybe it feels like it's different for how it is for other people, or this one's not okay. Or if any, everything I've just said is like completely over your head and we can kind of, we can kind of walk through it a little bit. There were three hands up, but they were kind of up. So I want to make sure you're still, um, you're still wanting to do this. So the first one, I'm not sure your name, iPhone, Mara, do you, do you have a, do you want to kind of talk through this in this way? If you can unmute yourself, the first person with your hand up. Is it me? Yes, it's you. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, I'm trying to put the camera on. It's Martha, Amy. Oh, hi, Martha. <laughs> How are you? I'm okay. It's nice to see you. Yesterday was awesome. Oh, good. Thank you. It really was. Um, I explored a little bit what you were talking about yesterday. And um, yeah, I, I, I like the word curious. So when I was feeling some strong emotions, um. I remember the feeling of like thinking like this feels almost like uh, like not fireworks, but just like light, you know, just emanating from my heart, wanting it to come out. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Just uh, like a rush. Um, but that that was helpful. Um, and then my mind just goes to a lot of it has to do with like 
maybe somebody does something that provokes a feeling in me. And so, um, and this is old where I feel like I'm not loved or I'm not seen. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's like, do I go into that feeling? Um, Cause there's a, that thought like, Oh, this is, you know, this is, you know, I'm not loved. I'm not seen. And then there's a feeling attached to it. Um, and it feels like I don't want to feel it, you know, like, why do I want to feel that? That's old. And it's part of me knows that that's not real, but it's, it's very real in that moment. So yeah, I'm not sure I'm making sense. No, that's perfect right there. So, so what do you see about that? This old thing arises. And mm-hmm. and your mind says, I don't want to feel that. Yeah. Can you see that, that I don't want to feel that as like just your mind trying to protect you? Yeah. Like when you were talking about it earlier, I could see that that's what my mind is trying to protect me uh, from it. Um, I guess the bigger question for me is, is like, why would I want to feel that? And maybe thinking about like when I was in the middle school, big change is like, you know, maybe I want to feel it so that I, it passes through me. Like it's feelings are meant to be felt and um, maybe something that. But see my mind again, it's just like, why would I, why would somebody want to feel that way? Why would I want to feel like I don't matter? Like I'm small, like I'm not loved. Yeah, exactly. But that, but see, you don't want to listen to your mind, Martha. Like your mind's whole job is to prevent you from feeling. So of course it will say that. Of course it will. But, but, but where has that gotten us, all of us? That, that's the problem is when this, when something arises and we say no and we slam the door and we say, I don't want to feel this. And then our mind has all the reasons. Why would I want to feel that? That's crazy. Who would want to feel that? But then what happens? We feel it, it keeps coming back over and over, or we have yeah. issues, or we have tension, or we end up in habits. Those yeah. are all the effect of slamming the door on something that is so completely loving and perfect and innocent and safe and is just wanting you to look at it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, and look at how relentless it is. It keeps coming up because it's mm-hmm. like, just look at me, just see me, just feel me. And then it changes and it never changes if we keep slapping it away. And maybe I don't, you know, it's like, it's like not meant for me to be understood, for me to understand it in that moment, but to feel it, you know, yes. like it's, it's painful. Like it's painful to feel that particular feeling. And I don't know what the higher purpose of it is. Um, maybe can you be okay with not knowing all that? See, again, that's your mind. That's your mind. Very, being very clever saying, yeah, but we don't get it. So what's the point and all of that? Can you be okay? And listen, the painful thing, I want you to be really curious about this too. So you keep saying, yeah, but it's painful. Yeah, but it's painful. But you're also saying, which we all understand, we can relate to, I don't really feel it. I slammed the door on it. It's like we said yesterday, you're, yeah. you're trying to hold that door closed while, you know, it's trying yeah. to break down the door. What if that is what's painful? What if the feeling itself is not painful, but no, the fighting it and pushing it away is painful. And then our mind says, no, that feeling is doing it. The pain's coming from that feeling. And that is mm-hmm. wrong. 
That is totally wrong. The pain is coming from us thinking there's a problem and not feeling. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense because then, you know, you know my history and uh, me slamming the door means like I'll have anxiety or I'll have depression or I'll have like the thoughts of like, this is ever going to end. My life is horrible. I don't want to live anymore. You know, that's, that's what happens, you know? That's that's where my mind goes. It just spins out of control with this big story. Um, but yeah, like the idea of being okay with not knowing what the purpose of this feeling is about, I think it's pretty powerful because yes. that just opens up, you know, the space for me to be okay with it. Yeah. And it's whatever. Yeah. yeah, whatever it is about. And I... My mind doesn't have to figure it out, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it has. It hasn't served me well this far. So, yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's good to see. I mean, really, our mind doesn't understand anything. Really, you know, most of life is a complete mystery to the mind. Although it won't, it won't let you think that. It'll come up with explanations for everything, but it just—that's just what it does. So, it, this doesn't have to make sense to our mind. It is life appearing to you. It is life presenting itself to you to be seen, you know? And if there's even a little corner that kind of trusts that, then that's enough for you to just kind of lean into that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely there is that. Yeah. And then what you said about like leaning in, like yesterday, I was a little bit confused because you said like the thoughts are going to come up too. And that's, that is kind of like what happens. It's like a, a mixture of like feeling, thought, feeling, thought. It's like, it almost yeah. like a battle, you know, it's like, I'm going to feel, no, I'm going to have a thought about it. No, she shouldn't have said that. It's her fault. Oh, I feel sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's exactly what it is. I know. But then we just kind of, we just keep welcoming that in. Okay. okay. Look, there's a conversation happening up there. <laughs> there's a whole lot of fighting happen. Oh, look at now there's a feeling here and it just pulls you right through. Okay. All right. Cool. Thank you so much. Experiment with it. Yeah. Good to see you, Martha. Likewise. So I think for everyone, what we're talking, obviously, I know this goes without saying, but just play with it. I know I said this yesterday that it's, you know, it's easy to listen and even feel kind of lighter and inspired by this maybe, but it really comes to life when we play with it and experiment and you cannot get it wrong. And you can, and truly, if you feel like you can experiment for five seconds and then you're like, okay, enough of that. Wonderful. That's probably five seconds more than yesterday. It's, it, it does way more than it seems like it would. Our mind will say that's not enough. But again, it's, our mind's always trying to talk us out of feeling. Um, Nikki. Sorry, I couldn't unmute there. Oh, hi, Nikki. Um, hi. Yeah, I was going to say our minds. I, I think, I don't know if you can see on the camera, my friend Lynn's here with me. Um, our minds are going crazy at the minute. We've we've done our stopping call. Um, for anyone that doesn't know on the call, um, I was raped back in June. Um, and, yeah, it was our big day yesterday. Yeah. And we were both... <laughs> Oh my God. We were both amazing. <laughs> we both smashed it in the in the witness box. Everyone told us that's not us bigging ourselves up. Yeah. That's us going in there and coming out and everyone going, Oh my God. 
and we didn't think we could do it. Yeah. We didn't. And now we're sort of sitting here together um, not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. And it's not okay. <laughs> yeah. We've cried and we've, yeah. I don't know what else have we done. Cried cried, cried, cried some more. Yes. And it's all out of our control now. And it never was in our control. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you, you've been there for the build-up and the build-up was more hideous than the actual um, event, to be honest. I When I got in the witness box, I felt like I was being led by the defence. And luckily they took a break because that break took me time to be able to sit down and think, fuck this. And I went back in and I was just like, I'm not answering your questions, just no, I'm answering it. This is what happened. And she's like, you suggest this. And I'm saying, suggest it, but this is what happened. So I feel like I got everything in and so did Lynn separately, obviously, from me. So it doesn't work out the way you think it's going to work out. Yeah. I was terrified. And you didn't have to do it. That's the beautiful no. part. You are such a, a amazing example of this, all that you've been through. And of course, of course, your mind's saying, I can't handle this anymore. It's yeah. too much. It's enough. Yeah. I can't do it. That's exactly what our minds would say. But look yeah. what happened. You didn't have to. Like no. forward, everything you felt like you can't handle anymore and can't feel, you're here and it's you're feeling it. Yeah. So much strength that your mind will never let you see, but we see it and you feel it. You're starting to feel it. Yeah, I can feel it. Yeah. It was hard. It was hard, hard work. And um, having all my family around me as well, and they're still there. They're still in the court watching the case. And so we're still going. It's still hard. And yeah, we are still here. We're still here walking the dog and breathing and trying to be calm. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. And I'm so glad you're you're where you are with this, hopefully, the tail end. I know all kinds of stuff is gonna come up and whether you feel like you can handle it or not, it's handled. Your hand it's being handled, you know, you're mm-hmm. you're living right through it. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. So love you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love you. Thanks for taking care of our Nikki. Thank you. Um, let me go to, um, Andrea. Hello. Hi. Uh, since, um, we are not babies anymore, how does this play out in, in real time? Um, you know, I, I find myself, um, sometimes not going with not leaning in because I don't want to scare my husband. Mm-hmm. Or I'm, talk, I'm talking yeah. to somebody, you know what I mean? If they're really yeah. big feelings. Um, and, and it doesn't seem to really work to save him for a therapy session or, you know, when he does errands or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's a great question. As an adult. That's an excellent question. And I think that is a stopper a lot, right? Is our mind saying like, nope, not now, not appropriate. They can't handle it. Wrong time, wrong place. And I. I would just be really curious about all that because, you know, I mean, that's, that's more of our mind saying, no, 
this isn't the time. Our mind is just always saying no when it comes to feelings. And I know that can look really compelling because, yeah, I don't want to burst into tears when I'm, you know, in front of a bunch of people either. But, but it happens sometimes if that's what needs to happen. And pushing it away and holding the door shut and, and having it just build up and then create all these issues for us isn't really a great solution. And what I've seen around that is crying in front of in the really inconvenient time or in front of the person we think can't handle it or whatever. That's like life figures that out. They, they have to figure that out for themselves. Or it's not your job to kind of protect everyone around you and make everything convenient for people. It's your job to just feel what's arising. Wait a minute, that's not my job? No, it's not. <laughs> no one ever told you that? I know, no, I know, I get it. <laughs> but that's a big thing to see if that's a, a common thought that your mind is telling you, you know, like make everyone comfortable and keep everything okay. Well, then that's a great opportunity for you to just feel whatever's arising when it's arising. Yeah, awesome, thank you. Um, Laura. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, I just wanted to quickly say just thank you to you. Um, you know, this has been really, really helpful for me in a lot of different areas. Um, I've definitely been thinking about a lot of things that you've said and what's in your book. And, you know, when it comes to like my children, whether they're getting sick, kind of stopping and watching my mind going to, why are you so worried about this? And kind of just being aware of what's happening in my mind um, is so, it's comforting to know, you know, so it's just, it's been really, really helpful, whether it's about what I'm thinking about myself or if I'm worried about my kids or my job or, you know, it's just been, it's been really, really helpful. I have my daughter talking to um, Erica Bugby. So she's also mm -hmm. three principles, you know, just to have that, this understanding has been um, very comforting. Yeah. Good. And, and it's, and I, I so appreciate it because I, it's, it's, I'm very grateful. Awesome. And I just wanted to say thank you. No, thank you so much. That's awesome. It really is like, it's so hard to feel like a victim to what's showing up and afraid of what's going to come next and what's around every corner. And I think that's exactly what this does for us. Yeah. It's like, yeah, stuff is going to come up around every corner and I'm going to welcome it in and I'm going to move right through it. And I might not love it. And that's okay too. You know, things are going to be hard, but we don't have to live with the stoppers on and all the fear and the feeling like we're trying to protect and prevent and all of that. It's like, we can just be fully open to what shows up. Yeah. And just to kind of remember, like, you're safe in this moment. Yes. I, I like that, you know, so thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks, Laura. I want to read, I'm going to go to the questions. Um, but I also just want to mention, I, I, I will go over a little bit today. Um, again, if you have to drop off at the top of the hour, um, please join tomorrow. I have more for today too, but um, you know, tomorrow we're going to have even more time to really talk about this and explore it and walk through it. 
and kind of look at it in a in a slightly deeper way when it comes to really welcoming even even the stuff you're most afraid of, which is super powerful. So when there's that thought lingering, that's always like, oh, I sure hope I'm, this isn't true about me. <laughs> You've always thought, like, secretly thought, oh my gosh, I, I think maybe I'm selfish or my thing I shared on my podcast, I'm a bad wife, or it's that thing you try to just push away. And we don't even realize how much energy that takes from us when it's just being pushed under the bed. And to fully bring it out and look at it and say, you know what, even this, yeah, sometimes I'm a bad wife. I can say it out loud and it just releases so much energy. It doesn't make it true. It does the complete opposite. It frees you from it and it opens up so many possibilities. So we're going to going to talk, keep talking about that. Like it just, this gets so much deeper and it's awesome. And I, and I want to mention it as well. I know many people who have shared have mentioned that they're in the little school of big change or have been. Um, and, and, you know, I hope that what you're hearing in this free course, like gives you a lot to go with. This is not super hard stuff at all. Obviously it's, a, you know, it's just something you play with and experiment on your own, but it can be so incredibly helpful to have, have support around this and to be doing this with other people. So just know that there are always opportunities for that too. I mean, it can just make a massive difference. Um, let me see. Which, where should I go? Let me go. I'll go stick with some questions. Let me go to David. Hi, Hi David. thank you. Thank you, Amy. And I, I'm one of those who has to jump off like pretty quickly, but um, I'm so right. glad. So I'm seeing this, I'm seeing something here. Um, and it could be almost like a missing, uh, the missing link. It could be something that, that I've been cutting myself off from. Um, so I got so much from the tools from the simple tools of Little School of Big Change that my mantra, as you know, has become, uh, I'm always experiencing the effects of my thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, I can also see that that's a box in and of itself mm-hmm. that I'm putting myself with. So uh, when I get those feelings of, ah, I then go into, oh, I go into all the thoughts and I go into the stories and I go, wait a second. Those are stories. Those are thoughts. Let's watch them go by like clouds. And sure enough, that's an effective tool for me to, to push on and get through with my day. However, there's something that builds up. And by the time it's the evening, it's like, my wife will say something like, are you in a bad mood? Like, and I will have even forgotten what put me there. Um, yeah. And, and I certainly go through, feelings as I'm sure so many people do of, Oh, I'm not good enough. Um, um, I, I, uh, my goals are beyond my reach. Oh, why even try? Um, those kind of things. And I absolutely know that by the time it's in those thoughts of I'm not good enough or it's beyond my reach, that that is my mind talking and, and using the tool of, Oh, let's watch that thought go by is good for that. However, there's the uh, before the thought, the uh, before the label, and I think that's what you're pointing to. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to dabble with that, and and yeah. so maybe I'm always experiencing the effects of my thoughts and my feelings. Maybe I have to make room yes. for for something like that. And I love this, David. That's a huge thing to see because it's like when we're mostly in our head, which I think everybody probably is. The, fir- the, the first tip off we get is a thought. 
So your mind says, oh, you can't do that or whatever. And we kind of recognize it at the thought level. But I think you're 100% right that way, probably way before that happened, there's all kinds of energy happening down here that's like an earlier tip off. Not that it's our job to catch it as soon as possible or anything like that. But, but you're right. It's happening on so many different levels. So to be curious about the energy and the feeling and just that tightness or your mood, there's so many different things we can look toward and then just kind of breathe in and lean into that. And the whole thing crumbles because it's all one thing. It's all one energy coming together. All right. Thank you. I'm going to play with that and I am going to jump and I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Thanks, David. Um, Zoom user, not sure who you are. Reveal yourself. Whoever has your hand up, your name is Zoom user. It's I'm okay. <laughs> oh, oh, duh. <laughs> Unmute, Philip. Hello. I should know by now, but you should also change your name by now. <laughs> we'll teach you how. I don't know why it's like that. I apologize. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for the phone call. I was actually going to save my share for our group call, Amy, but in light of what I went through with my mother last week, um, I wanted to share because I think it's important. And those feelings um, that you had with your realtor are the exact same feelings I was going through with my mother with the nausea and um, trying to be with her in the moment. Um, I knew it would be my last time probably seeing her physically, but um, there was so much um, beauty in being able to be able to do that. I felt so blessed and I had every opportunity to numb myself. Um, I can't even begin to tell you, (laughs) but instead I, I, you know, for the last into my third year of this conversation and the forum with you guys in the group, you know, that first year I was sitting with all this stuff that was arising through me. Um, And what I noticed, um, this continual pattern with my mother when I was home, these these energies kept coming and going um, like waves of an ocean, pretty much. I would just cry all of this out, leave her room and sit in a chair um, outside the room and just um, get through all the feelings that I was feeling. And then, you know, life, I think, wants us to get on with it as quickly as possible, <laughs> you know, get it. And that's how I think I release it. Some people release it differently, maybe. But, um, and what you said about breathing, you know, when the nurse was holding me, that's why the doctors say, take a breath, because it really does help to kind of refocus your mind and shift your thoughts about an eighth of an inch even. Um, but I had to share that. And I, it, through all this energy that happened, I still had this, confidence and courage and um and, and michael markham i got this word from him that i love there's this still um this quiescence to my experience there's a stillness behind it even though all this emotion and energy runs through me and i knew it was all safe and it was um just a beautiful experience but when we numb it then we get stuck. That's what stuck sticks us is when we are always constantly grabbing something to numb what's going on with us. And uh, there is nothing to fear. But by the end of the day, I can tell you every day that I was with her, 
because of all that energy moving through me, I was numb without having to numb myself. Just I was just collapsed at the end of the day. So there was no reason to numb because I was already numb. But I said in the forum, what this does for us as we continue to do this in our life is it realizes how much we can handle without and how much growth and capacity we have for change in our life. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing. I love what you've seen around this. Again, you like Nikki, like everyone. I mean, just such an amazing example doing this. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Philip. Thank you. you. Michael. Hi. Hi. I kind of wanted to ask about community. And what I mean about that is the coming together of all these people that we have in this group here and, and how that helps with the leaning in. Cause I think it helps tremendously. Um, when I look back before I even got into the little school, a big change and met you and did some other things with you, I, there was, I look back at the conditioning as a child, as a kid, as a young man, and there was, a sense of aloneness with the anxiety that I had trouble with. And the fact that there's community and people discussing this, I think it just makes it easier to understand this whole leaning in thing. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I love that. I think it does too. And I don't, I think we can make up reasons why. (laughs) you know, but I feel like it's beyond all those reasons. There's just something about almost like you said, open your, open your heart. That's how I feel about it. Cause when I'm with you and other people and, and I open my heart up, it's, it's easier to understand. It's easier to, to feel the feelings that are the energy running through you. And it's not as scary. I think that's exactly it. It's like when you go out and nature sometimes when you've been in the house all day and you just can take a deep breath. There's an energy there that we like sync up with. And it is, it feels to me too, like an open heart thing. And I I think that happens in groups and in community. And especially when our head is constantly telling us we're different and we're separate and it's just you and you're all alone. And then you see other people and look, I mean, we had over a thousand people signed up for this free class because because I think we deeply know, hey, we are all the same and this, these feelings are safe, damn it. But, but no one realizes that when you're just sitting alone. It's funny that you say that because I look back, you know, years ago and I, there's a loneliness when you have these feelings and you think there's something wrong. Like, what's yes. wrong with me? Why am I feeling anxious? Why, why am I having panic attacks? Um, but it's come full circle and... and I think it's community. I think it's it's all of this that you've put together. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing that. Thank yeah, you. I think so too. Um, there was something, uh, if anyone else has any other questions, I'm happy to hang on a little bit longer. Um, there was something that was shared that I wanted to read because it's so simple and I feel like it really just spoke to this. So this was shared on our, on our, um, in our community forum last night after yesterday's class um, from someone who said, uh, 
wow, if I'm understanding, he didn't say, wow, those are my words. He said, wow, if I'm understanding this right, this is really cool. He says, feelings are not problems. Feelings are part of life. Who am I to say that they're a problem? The red cup isn't supposed to be green just because I think it's so, because we talked about that yesterday. He says, it's not about discipline in the sense of we feel awful sometimes, but we have to push through it and get on with our lives and take care of stuff. Um, It's that we can literally be okay with feeling anything if we don't call it a problem and welcome life instead of pushing it away. And that is it. That's it. This pain, feelings are not painful. Nothing is inherently anything. They are not inherently painful. And even painful, even what feels painful isn't painful, if that makes any sense. Like we can feel pain. So let me finish reading what he wrote. He says, I never call the pain I endure from lifting weights a problem. I actually go toward it to work my muscles. In the same sense, calling my feelings a problem makes it seem as if I have to be strong and disciplined person and just get through life. It's funny because I've been feeling sadness all day, he says, but after the class, something just switched and I decided to just be with the sadness and not call it a problem. I wanted to see what it's like to just experience it as the me watching the movie. And I literally just put on some music and enjoyed the ride. Part of me actually enjoyed that feeling of sadness, especially when it felt when I felt it fully. But the funny part is that it went away after a few minutes, even though I'd been feeling it all day after I started experiencing it fully and somewhat enjoying it. And I think that's just a very simple, straightforward, like illustration of, yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Like even sadness, even fear, even shame, even that like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened again. Like when we're leaning into it, it's the weirdest thing in the world to talk about, but it kind of isn't even that bad. I just want you to be open to that. Like what if the badness of, of all of this is again saying, oh, we can't look under the bed. I can't look under the bed. But the actual experience of it is just not quite like that. Okay, I'll go to Karen and Leo. Um, Karen. Yeah. Hi. Um, class of COVID. <laughs> COVID class. <laughs> Yay. And <laughs> um, I still don't get something. Um, it's just the body sensations. I don't really, let's see how I can. I can get through emotions. I can get through, you know, if something happens and I'm, I could see the blue sky. I can see the clouds pass by. But then I get this sinus, you know, just so congested or my stomach. And then I go. So I guess it's kind of like what you just talked about with the question. It's just these body sensations get overwhelming I try to lean into them just just don't getting that part does it look like there's something different to you or does it just look like for whatever reason that feels harder to lean into it has always every every sensation you know I'll I'll get a, a palpitation boom and for no no reason, just driving, yeah, or just walking when I'm out doing my walk, and there's no thought because I'll think, what was 
was I thinking about? What was I just thinking about? But no, that's that's not there. And then it just then I take off, and it just takes off, and I'm I just get scared. I don't know how to lean in it. It's so uncomfortable. My sinuses right now. I don't know how to lean into that. I don't know how to ask. What is this? Because I guess because I've had it for so long, you know, it's been a lifetime thing with my sinuses. So. Yeah. I, so with your sinuses, let's just use yeah. that example. Like you can feel that happening. You feel something there, right? I can't breathe. I can't. Yeah. Breathe. yeah. And I would imagine that feeling of I can't breathe. Now it brings up all kinds of other stuff, maybe. And maybe not, maybe you're aware of it, maybe not. But there's something, there's some some resistance there. Does that sound accurate? Some resistance there for sure. Yeah. I've never been able to lean into it enough to see what it is. I can't, I cannot answer why this, why I have this, you know. Yeah. And that's okay. You don't have to. I think most of the time we can. We don't know. But yeah. but it's there. It's been there for a long time. It's there often. So it, like what's going to happen if you were to just kind of kind of soften and just say, hey, this is what's here and let me notice how it feels. I've tried that. I tried that, you know, since when were we together? Almost three years ago, 2020. Yeah. Now I, you know, you had answered some of my questions when it comes up with my stomach, and I can accept that because that transient comes and goes, and I can really that that the questions you answered for me were really helpful. But well, the sinus thing and it doesn't soften at all. It might not. It might not, and it might not right away, but. True. But I want you to kind of just be open to this, that the sinus thing is no different than the stomach thing. It's absolutely no different. The only difference in your, you have, you're having a very different experience of those two for sure. Mm. But the difference in your experience is because somewhere, somehow in your mind, your mind has decided that the sinus thing is just not, it's just different. It's not okay. It's not like the stomach thing, right? Somewhere in your mind. And I just, I just wonder if, if you can, play with this like what if we could just clear the decks and I know you don't know how to do that we don't really know how to do this stuff but just kind of try it on like if if everything is the same everything's kind of inherently neutral our minds tell stories about stuff but it's inherently neutral this is no this sinus no different than the stomach it just kind of clearing the decks like I wonder if if there's some just kind of hanging out in the experience of it that you might just dip your toe into. And I know you've tried. I know you have. But again, you we don't want to try it and then like expect it to go away because I don't think it happens that way a lot. But just even if it doesn't go away, you can dip your toe into the resistance to it. Like right now, what you're feeling is, I don't know, but maybe some frustration or resistance or like it just doesn't budge. Feel that. Okay. You know, like it, yeah, it feels, sometimes it feels like stuff just does not budge. That keeps moving you closer to it, at least, instead of putting more resistance on it. I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. I, 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 I think you're right. I think I have been putting lately a lot of resistance on because <laughs> <Yeah>. it's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, uncomfortable. Things are uncomfortable in my body. I don't. I guess I should lean into more of that because you know. <laughs> 
it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, I mean, I know, and of course our mind says, no, like stay away from that discomfort, you know, but I do think like there's just even looking in the direction of it can sometimes start to kind of loosen it. And again, if you look in the direction of it and all you feel is tension and resistance, that's okay. Feel that. Because then that's what's right here arising is I don't want to feel it. That's okay too. Lots of layers to this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice. This is so great. I, I, I grab onto all the ones you have and, and I really appreciate the missions. Thank you. Good to see you again. You too. Thanks. Thanks. Um, Leo. Hi, Amy. Um, yeah, my, the main insight that I actually got was, and, uh, it was like, it's a very nuanced but very real difference of I'm going to sit here and feel a label versus I'm going to sit here and feel what arises. So mm. it's like, yeah. I'm going to sit here and feel my anxiety because I know I get anxious when I sit down and do a thing. Well, I'm already predicting what I might feel. So I've already implicitly closed off so many doors. And I'm yeah. only looking at the one door like the attack is going to come from there. Um, so that was really helpful, but, um, this was actually what came up was in reference to what Philip shared. Hi, Philip. Love you. Um, it's how it's around numbing and what popped in my head was like, well, what if you just realize that you're thawing, but you're not really sure how to thaw? Because you're not really sure what you numbed, but you know that you're numbed. So that's question number one. And um, question two-ish, because it's a two-parter, maybe, is that um, I, you know, I've been sharing way more than usual on the forums. And uh, two weeks ago, I shared about my insights. I'm feeling great. And today, I'm all like, nope. Um, serious imposter syndrome and I could feel my mind wanting to to nail it down to, to label it's like okay are we feeling it in the body are we but the thing was I couldn't feel it I felt it nowhere and everywhere in my body it was like I couldn't label it but the closest feeling that I could describe it is like like I'm being followed I'm not alone and whoever's with me or whatever's with me is dangerous. So it's that that sense of, because it's easy to feel, at least like for me, to feel a very strong definitive sensation. Like if your chest hurts and your jaw, you're yeah. angry. But what if it's just so diffused and it's such a low level feeling that you can't, you can't even feel it, but you know it's there. And, and, and your mind is going nuts trying to figure this out. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's so funny because my mind, I could feel it <laughs> wanting to scramble the question I want to ask. Yeah. It's like, you're not even going to ask Amy that. Uh-uh, no. I mean we're going to break your English. Like you're not, you're not asking that, <laughs> but it was, 
Yeah, it's. Is there such a thing as pushing too hard when you're like, okay, there are a lot of things that came up and I couldn't feel any of them. Well, yeah, I mean, there's no, there's, there's no task for you in this really. And I know that sounds crazy because we're talking about feeling, but see, the only problem I hear in what you're saying is right at the end there when you said, my mind is just having a field day with this because it can't name what's going on. So what? Of course it will. Of course it will. The mind will have a field day with it. Nothing is wrong in whether it feels strong and you have a label for it or it feels diffused or you can't feel anything. It is all perfect. It's all just what's arising. There's nothing that we have to find when we, when we lean in at all. Sometimes you, you try to feel something and you don't feel anything and that's totally fine too. There's just no outcome that's supposed to happen from this. Uh, I was looking for an outcome. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. All minds do. No <laughs> outcome. It's perfect. It's so, and it's hard. I know. I mean, I, we totally think there should be, but there's no way it should go. There's nothing that should be happening. It's just like, hey, what's here? What, whatever you are, welcome. And if you're nothing, welcome to nothing. That's okay too. It's almost more of a feeling of just yes and open and welcome versus no and what are you and analytical, you know? So, but there's no answer really to be found, I think, most of the time. Okay, just like, I see you. Yeah. Next. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you Not are. Not even that. It's just like, I yeah. see you. It could stop yeah. there. Bring it on. Yep. Okay. I will, yep. I will marinate on that. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Leo. Kathleen. Yeah, um, I have a question because I know a lot of times feeling my feelings, or well, when I can stop to feel my feelings, that is when I, you know, sometimes I just take action or, or just like, no, I don't want to feel this. And before I even know I don't want to feel it, I'm off. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. But when you feel my feelings, like these thoughts can, you know, thoughts of like self loathing can come up and say something I did mm-hmm. or I project it onto something else I think about myself, say. Anyway, but feeling the feeling, and I know the thoughts are worse, are worse, of what make the feelings worse. Like if I just like separated them from the thoughts, I'm just say, okay, you know, when am I feeling my body? It's not such a big deal. But I know the thoughts are what really create all the stuff. Mm-hmm. But and I know you talked about like you can do it for a little while and then stop or whatever, you know. But I was thinking about the thoughts. What I try to do sometimes. Is to, and it's hard to do. And someone mentioned this yesterday about having compassion. Yeah, I think right away, compassion isn't the first thing I think about. But when I'm trying to stop this, this you know, place, instead of leaning into, you know, whatever I'm saying to myself that's self loathing, the I don't lean into myself that I feel okay about. Like if I think of myself as a little kid, sometimes I can feel. You know, before I knew there was anything wrong with me, that kind of, you know, youngness, yeah. Yeah. like trying to lean into that. But is that, then I guess I'm saying, can I not even do that? You can do anything you want. <laughs> you know, like you're just leading in. See, I, I mean, and, and really the real answer is you're not doing any of it anyway. All of this stuff is just what's arising. It's just whatever's showing up. Sometimes what shows up is an urge for distraction. And then you can see that and you can even lean into that. 
that doesn't mean you distract or you don't distract, but it's like, oh, I really want to just go distract, you know? And so you lean into that. Sometimes it's an image of you as a little kid and you feel some compassion. I think it's more like, like we aren't in the driver's seat. When we believe we're in the driver's seat, again, there's a, that's tight. There's a lot to control in this big world when we are in the driver's seat. It's more like we're behind the energy of life. And we're just like, hey, whatever needs to show up is showing up perfectly. Life doesn't get it wrong. And so I can just welcome anything that shows up. Okay. And that goes to like, because that's what I notice is, okay, if I like just let go of everything, that feels like I can't do that. You know, that's too scary. Or I, I need something to hang on to. You know what I mean? Some kind of guideline for how I'm living. Yeah. Well, that's what a mind will say. I mean, a mind wants to hang on to all kinds of things and be curious about that. Uh, you know, thoughts, there's, we don't need any, we don't need to hang on to anything in life to be safe or to be okay. But it feels like we do often. You're not alone in that. So that's your mind saying, nope, this is you. This is Kathleen. This is what's true. This is how it works. It's always doing that, trying to grab and hoard and collect concepts and identities. And, and then they become tight and strangle us. So we just want to kind of just be, be curious about that. Watch that process happening. Okay. Yeah. I'm taking them scheduled to take your course in February. I oh, good. That. Oh, good. You'll see a lot there. Yeah. This will, we go oh, into this you. a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Um, okay. Srivan. And then we'll wrap it up for today. Right. I'll go very fast. I want to thank you. I just came to know about you yesterday, so I'm going to read your books. And I just had a few small things, but I'll go very fast. Number one is, um, you know, yesterday also, I have to transcribe what you said to, to get the highlights out of it. So I was wondering, when you do the recording, there is an option on Zoom where you can uh, get the transcript of the whole uh, whole talk. So then you can cut and paste and make your notes. So I just wanted to see if it was easy for you to do it and if you could do that. We'll look into it. I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with it, but I'll look into it. It's known as transcribing. It, uh, it opens a window like chat. Okay. Where you can read everything. Okay. I'll look it's into it. Yeah, if it's if it's doable, then I'll send that to you. You don't have to send it to me, but we can do it for future talks. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my second question is, I'm an engineer, so I know very little about this subject. But I've been in very inquisitive about it. So I've been, you know, like uh, when you're new, you... You, you hear a new buzzword and you go over there and then you hear another buzzword. But I think people like you, you know what's common in it. So like the, the Brown University says about curiosity. Then there's a book about 90 seconds, the feeling stay. So I just wanted to wonder if there's something in common with these or they're all independent schools of thought. What was the first one that you said? Brown University, they have a program. Oh. It's, uh, whenever you are nervous or anything, just become curious about your feelings. 
Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm oh, not. Okay. I mean, I know I've heard that emotions and all that run for 90 seconds. I mean, I, I'm, yeah. but I, I'm not familiar with either of those per se. So I think there's a lot of overlap. They may be independent, but they may be a lot of overlap in what I'm sharing here. Great. And my last thing, I've been doing tiny habits. So I decided to do an anchor thing. That every time I open a door, you know, like in the, you're in the kitchen I, or fridge, I just ask myself, how am I feeling? Mm. And that has helped me because then when you're under stress, you already have, you're so used to checking your feelings. I just yeah. wanted to share that if somebody wants to use that tip. Yeah, that's great. That's great that that's helpful. It's a good way to, good way to tap in. Tap in and it becomes a habit. Yeah. Awesome. And I want to thank, thank you. you for all your valuable information and you're very kind. And I just want to make an observation. What I admire about you is when people are talking, you have a very neutral face. You let them say what they have to say. And I, I honor you for that. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, we'll go to Wes. I thought we were done, but we'll go to Wes and we'll wrap it up. <laughs> hi, Amy. It's Tanya. I've got my oh, husband. Hi. <laughs> I just realized. Uh, um, thank you so much. I'll be, I'll be quick. Um, this has been wonderful. And thank you for everyone who's been sharing. Um, I, the last couple years, I've been doing some work on healing body image. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things that... Um, helped has been helpful to me is um is adding a statement at the end of any anything that um any sort of negative thought that I have about my body I hate my thighs and that's not a problem I whatever I'm feeling that day and that's not a problem so I really I see that I can actually apply this to my feelings as well whatever I'm feeling whatever's coming up this is here and that's not a problem because yeah, yeah you, I, you were taught that it's a problem. These shouldn't be happening. We don't like it. It's bad. It's, we need to feel happier, whatever it's, whatever is here is not a problem. Yes. So yeah, I just kind of just wanted to share that. I think it was, um, yeah, something that's helped me with body image and I didn't realize that I can also use it sort of anywhere. So I love that. I love that. And it really, it really changes the energy of it. Like I hate my thighs and that's not a problem. It it instantly like, well, what is there to fight if that's not a problem? And then there's just such a lightness and a looseness about it. And I think what I'm not, I don't know if you're seeing this, but like, you know, I think what that really does for us is it just opens and it's like, I hate my thighs. And that's just a habitual thought. It's not a problem when we're busy trying to like love your thighs or love this feeling or not feel this feeling. We don't get to have insights. Like we're just busy, you know, trying to manipulate life when we're like, yeah, this is what's arising and it's not a problem. Suddenly we start to see it in a really different way. So that makes sense. And I love that. Yeah, exactly. And it's the acceptance. Like, cause when I first went into body image coaching, it was, I had the idea that I was going to, accept my body and love how my body looks and I don't and 
that's not a problem. <laughs> yes. yes. When I went into it, I thought I need to like and love my body and be, think she's amazing. And she's amazing in some ways, but in some ways, like I, I don't like it and I probably won't. And that's just not a problem anymore. So yeah, I love that. We're going to talk about that tomorrow with the whole acceptance thing. Cause you're right. This is not acceptance, but that's, that's awesome. Cool. Okay, great. Great. And I want to say hi to Leo because I, re- I recognized her from another, another course. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Tanya. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Thanks for your questions and your attention and hanging on. And tomorrow's going to be great. So I hope you can all make it tomorrow. We'll take this a little bit deeper still. Um, yeah. And just bring any questions and anything that's on your mind that So have a great night and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye everyone. The spring 2023 Little School Big Change course begins in just one week on February 6th. This is also the last week to save $47, so don't miss that. The school has helped thousands of people in over 60 countries. You'll have lifetime access to video lessons, 12 live calls with Amy, coaching, and conversations on our private forum throughout the course, and much more. We're so confident that it will help you that we offer a money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. Head over to thelittleschoolbigchange.com to save your seat. I hope to see you there.